I mean, you've been tracking it, Justin. There, there are some spots where Auburn could be uh, pretty salty on mm-hmm. this on this roster. There are some places yeah. where Auburn is surprisingly talent laden after the big reshuffling, and so yeah, maybe Hugh Freeze should feel all right about it. He even gave the answer when talk, when talking about quarterbacks. He feels he's got a couple of quarterbacks on this team that could win games if called uh, into action, which. Well, you know, is is something I, I think that that sort of segs into the quarterbacks and and things that I noticed on the offense. But what did yeah. you think of Hugh Freeze in the morning talking to the media, Justin? I, I will say this: I think you need to give the uncomfortable and awkward and whatever the words he used, um, uh, anxious. I think is not awkward, anxious. Quote in context. All right, so. I, I wrote about it. Is in the lead of the I believe they I believe they described him as adorable. Was one yes. of the. <laughs> New girl, you freeze. Um, so the question was from our guy Bill Cameron, mentioning that hey, like Auburn's got more than twenty scholarship players that were not here in the spring, and it's like, man, that's you're getting a lot of dudes up to speed in a short amount of time. What is that like? How do you evaluate that? So that's the question, and Freeze's answer is, when we came down, Kirk, Kirk Sampson, Auburn SID, uh, said, asked me, man, how excited are you about fall camp? I said. This is the most uncomfortable fall camp I'm going into, and it's because of the new world. We have players that we added after spring ball. One's a quarterback. I haven't coached him a single practice. And everybody's asking, what do you think? I have no idea. And so it makes me feel a little anxious that I feel like I might be behind in our evaluation of who we are and what we can do. And maybe we are. That's a feeling I have to battle, and I'm ready to get on the field and see what's accurate. Are we really behind in our evaluation because we have so many new faces and they're learning a new system? Or is it, okay, we're on track here? Pretty different than what a headline would suggest there. <laughs> that you know, the, Painter. I'm not necessarily thinking that uh, that that's that's someone who is anxious and uncomfortable. That is someone who is anxious about seeing um, the situation. I mean, one of the things I don't know. It's it's also strange. I don't know why why that was the tack taken, but yeah. I mean, one of the things about Freeze is that he gen- generally comes off um, very at ease. Uh, in front of the media and with people. And I think the way y'all laid it out in which, you know, he has some legitimate concerns about the amount of work they have to do in a short amount of time uh, are certainly all understandable, but yeah, I don't know. That's a strange way to go about that headline. And everyone's entitled to their opinion, right? So like if, if that was your takeaway, that he seemed uncomfortable and anxious. That's fine, but yeah, I, I, I feel just, like I you just, could give the headline in better context, though. Anxious and yeah. uncomfortable about all the new faces, because that's technically what he's talking about. Not anxious and uncomfortable about life being. He, you know, he, today. he did. He did not seem overwhelmed in the moment as Auburn head coach, right? Like, and I think someone seeing a headline describing him as anxious and uncomfortable might draw that conclusion. Sure. Absent more facts. So, as someone who was there this morning, I could t- I, I did not think Hugh Freeze seemed anxious or uncomfortable uh, providing answers about the team to the media. Now, as to some of those answers, Jarquez Hunter was the first question, um, yeah. and understandably so. Hugh Freeze gave the same no comment regarding team rules and procedures answer that he gave at media days. Jarquez Hunter was not out there practicing with the team. And, you know, I, at the moment, 
I'll acknowledge there's a possibility and, and even a strong possibility that Jarquez Hunter returns to the team. Yeah. But right now, I think you just got to sort of evaluate what's in front of you. And what's in front of you is a team that doesn't have Jarquez Hunter at the moment. Um, you know, it's, it's part of the reason I asked the question about the rest of the running back room when we were talking with, with Hugh Freeze is because... Very high on Demari Alston. Yeah, we'll we'll see if and when Jarquez returns. Um, and, and aside from what people are comfortable writing, you know, at, at reputable outlets about the situation, sure. I, I don't really have much more context yeah, to provide people know. there. People, at, at this point, people know. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I think three that, months. and and I was and I was saying it. I, it can sound like sleight of hand to just say, "Well, yeah, don't worry about Jarquez. How about all these running backs?" But even before the Jarquez situation uh, b- became known, I was intrigued by Damari Alston and Jeremiah Cobb and Brian Batie, yeah. who people forget. I feel like rushed for twelve hundred yards. Granted, on a team that was limited in their options offensively and did not succeed on the field or in the win-loss column uh, despite the production of Brian Battee. Although I don't think their win-loss record was Brian Battee's fault at South Florida uh, last year. But no, I think the rest of those running backs, Alston, Cobb, and Battee, and Sean Jackson as well, uh, who's still there and still uh, clearly a, a force to be reckoned with, one of the bigger skill position players on the team. Uh, Sean Jackson, just a, just an impressive uh, looking guy. I mean, right, right around 240 uh, at his uh, at his height. But no, I think that's and you talked about Hugh Freeze's answer with with Damari. Um, mm-hmm. What what Auburn does at running back amid Jarquez's absence and uh, and what that looks like, I think, is one of the stories right now. And I'm yeah. I'm really curious to see what uh, what what kind of year two Damari Alston has. The other thing with Damari, uh, Damari is a guy that did look pretty good in the limited work he got last year. Hugh Freeze calling him a leader, one of the best leaders on the team. Uh, I've said it a couple times today in other spots, but it bears repeating. This dude is in his second year of college football. This is not a veteran this is not a fifth or sixth year guy. It's not a COVID holdover. Like this is a dude that just got here last year, and people are talking about him. Like, yeah, he can be a leader for this team, and that fits his personality really well. Uh, I also think it fits his game. This is a dude who's a really good running back coming out of high school, and I say it a million times, and I'll say it again here: running back is the pl- plug and play position in college football. You don't have to necessarily have a ton of experience to make an impact uh, in day one, and I think that can be twofold for Auburn. I think one, it can help Demari Austin and Jeremiah Cobb, who, by the way, looks a lot bigger than what he's listed at weight-wise. I think he looks closer to 200 pounds than than, than what he's at. Um, I think it can help those guys make an impact right away. Secondly, if Jarquez Hunter is able to come back, whether that is during practice or closer to the season or maybe a game or two into the season, we know running back is a position where you can just pop right back in usually and, and make an impact. So it's not like, oh, Jarquez lost a lot of time in practice. Um, it's you know, it, it's going to take a while for him to come. It's it's a lot different for running backs than it are these other positions on the roster. But without Jarquez, <clears throat> in, at least for the moment, I would look at this Auburn backfield and I would think, okay, 
here, if if it was going to be one thing with Jarquez, who knows how many of the carries, you know, the in the ideal situation, the plan, who knows how many carries they would want Jarquez to have of the percentage. Maybe you don't have one player who can step up and say, well, I'm going to do that instead. But it's like Brad Pitt in Moneyball, right? It's like, can you replace Jarquez in the approximate? Like, can you assemble a group of guys in Alston and Cobb and Batie and uh, and Sean Jackson? And can you find a way to get production resembling what you might have gotten with Jarquez Hunter with those players? And I think that's the challenge, at least until Jarquez is back. Right, and I'm, I'm curious to see what it looks like. But Damari Alston looked smooth running with the ones today. After Hugh Freeze talked about what a leader he is, mm-hmm. Brian Batie feels like someone who I think because of the toe injury is going to look better and better as as he gets further away from that surgery. And like you said, Jeremiah Cobb doesn't look like a true freshman, right? Like I mean, no. I, I mean they say he's 19. But, you know, I, I think that's a uh, – or whatever whatever age he is. But uh, Jeremiah Cobb is a, mm. a very impressive-looking true freshman running back. So let's talk about quarterbacks. You mentioned quarterbacks just a moment ago. 